this is Lance Leonard with the Sports Drive, and you're listening to Tom Talks Baseball. And welcome back. It's been a while. Have you missed us? Missed you. <laughs> I missed you, Tom. This is the Tom Talks Baseball Podcast on KGNCNewsNow.com. You can also find us anywhere you listen to your podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, iTunes, places like that. You can like us on Facebook. We've been doing a, quite a few things there, interactive podcasts lately, which have been a lot of fun where you guys help dictate what it is we talk about, and we're going to continue that as well. So definitely like us on Facebook, Tom Talks Baseball Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Tom Talks BBP. But we are back in the studio today. I'm Tom Young. I'm David Lovejoy. David, uh, good to see you in the studio again. Good to see you, man. Talking baseball. Uh, I know I've been busy, but you have been stupidly busy (laughs) with all that's going on. One thing I want to say before we get into the baseball talk, I want to say congratulations to you Mm -hmm. because you were a winner of a Corporate Employee of the Quarter yeah, Award. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Uh, we work at Alpha Media, mm-hmm. uh, so they have this Alpha Top Dog Award, right. and David was the winner company-wide, one of, the one of I think, seven winners, which, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. so we have, based Different on areas. how you were nominated and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, but David was one of the Employee of the Quarter winners for the company Alpha Media, which consists of hundreds of stations across the country, so dude... Congratulations! You've deserved that as hard as you've worked lately, and uh, well done, man. I I, uh, I told people, and I said today uh, that reward needs to be busted up into many pieces and handed out to everyone that I work with because without them, we're just sitting here. And so, uh, without you. Uh, you know, innovative stuff that we come up with, the hard work we put in. It's not just one person. It's across the board. So, uh, yeah, it's great to win individual stuff, but it, that to me is really a team award of what we do together. So. Well, Thank you, and I, I appreciate uh, uh, it. Was, it was kind of unique. It was kind of an unexpected deal. So, yeah, very cool, very deserving of it, because not just what you do here, but also the, your work in the community uh, with the NAACP, mm-hmm. Amarillo Branch, also the uh, the Civic Center yeah. stuff, which uh, we're going to try to move forward with, despite all that's going on, which I think we need to. Well, and, and it's, it's, it's a perfect parallel uh, to 1964 when they came up with the idea of the original Civic Center. The Air Force Base had just pulled out of this area. Uh, we thought, oh, the economy's dead. We're in trouble now. And those people came up with an idea of we need something to draw everyone together to community. Same thing here. If we can build this Civic Center by this time next year, uh, COVID schmovit. You know, we, we could be able to bring so many good, exciting things into our city uh, in the couple of, in the years to come. And uh, I think it, in the end, it's going to cost us a little bit, of course, about one cent per on your taxes, but it will pay off for generations to come. Well, and also another thing too: keep stuff here. Yes, as things uh, may be looking to leave. Yeah. You know, so not only do yes. we. We don't get new things, but we could lose what we already have, which could be even more lost revenue that's down the road. So, yeah. uh, despite all that's going on, I am definitely voting yes because uh, we got to keep the city moving forward. Uh, we got we got to keep good things happening. 
And let's go ahead and talk some baseball. Speaking yes. of good things happening, yes. uh, just a little locally real quick, uh, the uh, Texas Collegiate mm-hmm. League is underway. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got two Amarillo teams playing. Uh, I was out at Hodgetown last, uh, was it Friday night? Uh, I'm looking to get out there again. Of course, uh, with all that's going on, Governor Greg Abbott, uh, issuing the uh, the mask mandate. Uh, you do have to wear a mask mm-hmm. to get into the ballpark. Uh, once you get to your seat and you're eating, you can take your mask off. Yeah. Um, but when you're walking around the concourse, going to concession stands, you're supposed to have a mask on, and they won't let you in or out unless your mask is on. Wow. So, so, mm-hmm. so that Tony Enzer and company really enforcing that and gotten to run into Tony and uh, he actually let me wear temporarily the, uh, the Sod Poodles 2019 Texas League Championship ring. Is it temporarily? Temporarily, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he definitely wanted that back. That thing is heavy. Beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful ring. I, I don't know how he's able to hold it up. Like that thing had some weight to it. But uh, it got, it got a little heft to it. Yeah, uh, that's great. But uh, it's well a deserved. lot of fun out there. The Sod Dogs. That team off to an incredible start. Yeah. Five and two. Yeah. Uh, Eduardo Acosta. I think I got his name right. Uh, he was a player of the week. Uh, and he had uh, nine RBIs through the first six games, and they had a monster twenty-one to three win last night. Yeah. Didn't see a box score on that, but man. Uh, a lot of fun out there. These kids are learning how to hit with wooden bats, and they're starting to hit home runs now. They're, they're getting the hang of it. And it's no easy task. No. Going from the composite or, or the light flight bat to swinging a piece of wood, it's a different swing. It's a different way of playing ball. Uh, I, I just hats off to Tony and the gang. Uh, you know, with this COVID-19, no one could have said seen this coming last year at this time that the 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 chase for the uh second title would be preempted like this uh but he brought some entertainment here and the crowds have been good so it really shows proof that this is a baseball town and the market's there yeah i think he was saying 3100 max uh, which is about yeah. Uh, 41% capacity. Mm-hmm. So it's under the 50 yeah. uh, that the state of Texas would allow at an mm-hmm. event like that. So, But he wants to keep it a little more spread out because, you know, we still have cases rising here yeah. Yeah. in the state of Texas. It's and, still. And, and, it's and about still, half of what the stadium seats, and that's basically yeah. what it is. It's about, what, 70. I think it's about seven. It's about seven thousand. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, when, when you factor in everything. So instead yeah. of doing thirty five hundred, he's doing about thirty one hundred. That's cool. And yeah. you know, uh, we were talking on the interactive podcast last week how that first game. I was uh, chatting with our buddy Lance Lonert, and he said it was a very sloppy ball game. Well, since then they've been pretty good ball games. Yeah, uh, good yeah. pitching, good hitting. Um, they've been a lot of fun to watch. You know, is it the sod poodles? No, but you're no. still getting a good no. brand of baseball with kids that know how to play the game. There's a guy pumping gas, throwing 95 out wow. there. So you still got some uh, pretty good talent on the field. So I recommend checking out mm-hmm. uh, the sod dogs or the sod squad. Yeah. They will play. Every night, but Monday, 7.05, and then Sundays at 6.05. And uh, Major League Baseball, David, Uh, is back. And I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I I played slow-pitch softball for a long time. Yeah, Uh, Pretty much out of high school. uh, Some guy I worked with. At a grocery store uh, there in uh, Champ and Urbana, Illinois, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Layton had a uh, softball team, slow pitch team, and I always thought it'd be fun to play on that. And so he got me on that, and I got hooked. And I played slow pitch softball every single season up until about three seasons ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a point to this story. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was getting ready to play this 
this spring, I think, it, yeah, spring of 17 or 18, can't remember which one it was, but the guy that was putting the team together ended up moving to California last minute, but before moving, didn't sign us up. So just like that, spring started, and the team I was on didn't play. Won the team. Wow. I was so frustrated. Yeah. I was so mad that I wasn't going to play softball that season. But then something happened as spring went along. Turns out I didn't miss it the way I thought I was going to miss it. You know, I thought I was I was upset, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? I don't really miss slow pitch softball. And, and I've played since, but if I don't play... It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I was kind of like that with baseball, mm. to a degree. Yeah. You know, like we haven't had a season. I found some other things to, to occupy yeah. my time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and, and to be quite honest with you, I haven't kept up with a lot of the stuff the last couple months just because it's like, well, if we're not playing games, eh, Why should I'm I cover gonna, it? Yeah. I'm going to focus Why? on something else. Yeah. But I saw something a couple days ago that finally got me going, all right, this is getting real. And I think it was MLB on Fox mm-hmm. on Facebook put up a picture of the opening week schedule that showed you know, Yankees playing Nationals on Fox or, you know, so-and-so playing so-and-so on ESPN. And I was like, okay, I do miss baseball. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get back into this. Let's so, play something, uh, you know. And, and since it's time to get back into it, David, we're going to get back Let's into, get it. into it. And man. Uh, July 23rd, so yes. officially, uh, what is that, 15 days yeah. away mm-hmm. from the today. The Nationals kick it off. And we got the Nationals and Yankees, mm-hmm. and also Giants and Dodgers, and then uh, everyone else gets in the, on the act on the 24th. Yeah. Are going to be a lot of those games on TV, and uh, indeed, we talked about this a little bit last time. We're going to have a sixty-game season mm-hmm. um, where you're playing forty of those games against your own division, and twenty against what I guess you can call your sister division. Yeah, opposite. Yeah, yeah you know, your code, uh, your cross, a cross league rival yeah. or, or a cross league match. Yeah. You know, so, if you're playing in the NL West, you'll play those forty ball games, and you'll have twenty against the AL West. Yes, so. And, and, and because of that, uh, some teams might be benefiting quite a bit. Big kiss. Be- because, you know, you're not going to be playing every National League team or mm-hmm. every American League team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the teams that really benefit from this are the teams slated to be good in the Central Divisions. Yeah. Because yeah. you look at teams like the Cubs and the Cardinals and the Reds and the Brewers, you know, they don't have to worry about the Braves or the Phillies or the Dodgers, mm-hmm. or yeah. you know any of those teams, mm-hmm. and they don't have to worry about anyone in, in the AL West or East either. They get a chance to beat up on the Royals and the Tigers, and the AL Central teams really benefit because yeah. they're going to play more of those games against the Royals and yeah. the Tigers. Yeah. Uh, schedules are going to be a little off this year, and uh, you can't make everything happen perfectly. And also, you talk to that, especially for the AL Central, the Twins, the Indians, if they don't get out of the gate fast, if you have a slow start, it can be over before you turn around. If you get swept first first three game series, whatever you got, uh, heck of a hole. all of a sudden, that's, that's a much deeper hole than you expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, because of the way they're trying to limit travel, and uh, keep everybody safe. Schedules are even more unbalanced. Like while you have ten games, it may not—it's not, not going to be necessarily a five and five split. 
I think some cases it's like seven and three, which is like, whoa, that is a, but it's an effort to try to limit the travel a yeah. little bit. Yeah. And it's going to be off. And we already knew that there was going to be an asterisk on this season. It's just a gimme. Yeah. And it's so um, I saw a post on Twitter. You'll get a kick out of this uh, from, from a, I think it was from a White Sox fan. He was like, if the White Sox end up winning the World Series this year, this season counts. If they don't, this season doesn't count. <laughs> that, that's I think every fan base is like that. And I've been I've been trying to rationalize it. Matter of fact, this morning as I'm getting into the shower, getting ready to come to work, because I, I just feel bad about calling this an asterisk season. But it is. There's no way around it. This is not going to be like anything else we saw, and we really can't count it and compare it to seasons past. It just it just wouldn't fit. So I, I tried to say, oh no, it's baseball. No, no, it's an asterisk yeah. season. It, it, it's an asterisk season, but uh, Cubs manager, new manager David mm-hmm. Ross, uh, I'm kind of paraphrasing what he said here. It's like, hey, if everybody starts from scratch and there's a trophy at the end of this thing, I flip and want that trophy. That's the season. Yeah, so, that's what you do. So, for. I mean, in that regard, mm-hmm. it's a season. Yeah, but but it's, it's just, season. it's definitely going to be different. The schedule's not going to be as yeah. even yeah. Uh, for every team in that division as you'd expected to see. Someone's going to get an advantage over someone else. Can't complain a whole lot about that. Just Let's just be happy that at this point we even have a season. We're playing. We're playing. Be- because... We still might not. Yeah, see, <laughs> that, that's the thing too. And every that—that's why I think you said you were kind of like tuned out to all the stuff before. I'm kind of tuning out because I—I I, I want the season. I want those first games to kick off. But you know, you're flipping channels, and it's eight players sent home, or the the Joey Gallo situation with Texas, or. This and it's just like, oh, don't break my heart now. Don't do it now, you know. Uh, and that's what could happen if if three or four players test positive on one squad, they're going to scrap them. So it, it's just, I just wanted to get to opening day. Let's give me a few ball games. Yeah, and another thing it's doing too is it's limiting the amount of workouts mm-hmm. a team can have because if you get one positive test, you shut down a workout. Everybody. I think that's happened with Oakland. Uh, that's happening with the Angels right now. Mm-hmm. And and the issue isn't so much a positive test. It's they're waiting on the results. That's what they're not and, happy and about. And so you got some players expressing their concern with how Major League Baseball is handling the testing process mm-hmm. and the safety process. All the arguing and bickering this offseason and even into when the season should have been happening mm-hmm. has been about money. That's it. But... Player safety needs to be up there because if players aren't being safe, uh, we maybe don't even have a season and players don't want to play. And we got a number of players, including two former Cy Young Award winners, who are opting out this year. And the Dodgers, David Price, and the Braves, Felix Hernandez. Uh, Nick Markakis of the Braves added to that list after, I guess, a phone conversation with Freddie Freeman, who tested positive for it. And Freeman was like, dude, this ain't a joke. Step away. (laughs) Markakis was like... You convinced me to not play this year, you know, and it's and we'll see if they can't get their testing together. If more and more positive tests happen, how many players are going to opt out? Yeah, yeah. You know? one of the big names that's just still on the fence, Mike Trout. That that you know that's that's a big one. That's Mister Baseball right there. Uh, and if he doesn't play, then that reshapes everything. So yeah. uh, you know, and 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 I can't blame those guys. Because they have family, they have friends that they want to stay healthy. They want to, and so in this case, I, I can't say you know squat about those guys not wanting to play. 
Yeah, I, you can't. No, I mean, can't. I mean, you can't make fun of them. No, you you no. can't say anything negative about them. No. Uh, it's happening in, in uh, the NBA as well. Players, mm-hmm. I think I saw Bradley Beal was yeah, opting out, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. partly because of an injury. Yeah. But you know, Bradley Beal, a not necessarily a superstar, but obviously someone on the cusp of that in the NBA. That's a big name. That's yeah, opting it is. out it is. It of, is. of there, and of course, the NBA is trying to do it in a bubble. Uh, which I don't know if you've seen that set up there. I have. It's kind of neat looking. I I, I, I kind of want to play ball in that. Did you, want, well, <laughs> it looks you know, neat. also in the same complex, uh, Major League Soccer kicks off their season tonight, and it's been a stop and go. I well, mean, uh, one, one squad, one team, set aside. Uh, the Dallas team. They, they had uh, they had ten positive tests, I think, and they are. Set they're aside. quarantining themselves. I mean, they're gone. What happens if that happens with a major league team? It's over. You get ten players, and yeah, you got these sixty player pools. But that, I mean, half of them are pitchers. What are you going to do? I you mean, know, I, I half mean, of yeah, your pitching. Let's, let's say it's your down. bullpen. They're all hanging out in the bullpen. It's you know, over, man. Friendly banter, passing it around. I mean, th- 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 there's definitely a lot of question it marks. Is, it but is. Please, we are going please, to assume. Please. Yeah, we are going to assume right now. That we are going to have a season. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that in mind, if you're in our fantasy baseball league, a draft time is officially set for Sunday, July 19th at 6 p.m. Central. So if you're one of the 15 other players that have joined me for this, this nice 16 person league, yeah. uh, we're doing a live draft through our Yahoo League uh, Sunday, July 19th at 6 p.m. I got an uh, event set up mm-hmm. on the. Uh, Tom Talks Baseball Podcast Facebook page. Hope for you to join us there. But, okay, we're going to play a game today because we're it. going to assume that we have a season, David. And this is the new game that is going to be sweeping the nation. Sweeping the nation. Uh, it's going to be the most popular game of all time. I, I'm, I'm sure of it. More fun uh, than the hokey pokey. Yes. <laughs> More fun than a sack of potatoes. There you it go. is there you go. over under. What's your number? What's your number? So in a 60 game season, anything can happen. Can anything. More so in baseball than I think in any other sport. Yeah, if you I were agree. to stunt its season, yeah. you're going to see something crazy guaranteed. Maybe it's a team winning it all that you didn't expect to win it all. Maybe it's a role player that emerges as an MVP candidate because they had a hot three weeks. There you, go. you don't know what you're going to see this season. And based on what we know, we're going to try to predict some statistics. Not necessarily who is going to have them. You can if you want. But just the the number of where we think certain statistics will end up. So keeping in mind, this is a 60-game season. Let's start off with uh, the big one, home runs. Oh. So, of course, you know, we saw guys hit 70-some-odd back in the early 2000s, late 1990s. Uh, last year, your home run leader was Pete Alonzo. He hit 53. Mm-hmm. Now, if he were to hit home runs at that pace in a 60-game season, he would have hit 19.6 homers, wow. just shy of 20. Question I have, David. Over, under, what's your number? Home runs, 21 and a half. 21 and a half. Is it going to be over or under? 21 and a half. That's a tough one because right now you would think the hitters would have the advantage over the pitchers since they've hadn't had a lot of time to throw and get into their groove. Uh, I think because of everybody's distraction and what's going on, I'm going to say under 21. Under uh, under twenty one and a half. So, so that means you could hit twenty one, and you're still under twenty one and a half. Yeah, okay. but my right. number is going to be nineteen and a half for one person. 
Nine, so 19. You want to go 19, 19 or 20? 19. Okay. So no one's going to get the 20 this no year. No one's going to get think. the 21. I actually flipped on this because uh, we did a uh, uh, our buddy Jeremy yeah. who listens. He actually put this question out there, mm-hmm. and I said under. I'm actually going to go over. You're going to go over that. I, I, I think someone is going to have yeah, a hot couple weeks, that. maybe hit six, seven home runs in a two-week span. Then all of a sudden, for 45 games, you got to hit 13 more. You know, 14 more. It, it, it could happen. Someone has a three-home run game. I, I, I think someone's going to get 22. You know, I, I don't think it's going to be over by a lot. Not 30. No, not 30. That, okay. 30 okay. would be insane. That but, would but, be I, insane. but I think someone's going to get there All right. uh, to 22. So how about RBI? Ooh. So, of course, you got home run hitters that just drive in runs on home runs. Yeah. you got other guys that uh, drive in runs other ways, like Anthony Rendon did Rendon, last year yeah. when he drove Beautiful in 126. Uh, that led all of baseball. Over 60 games, if you were to average that out, that would have been 46.67 RBIs in 60 games. Now, because of the short sprint, because of the ability of people to get hot, yeah. over, under, 54 and a half Ooh, RBIs. So, RBIs. So that's not quite an RBI a game. That would put you on pace for about 140. In a regular. If you were to do a 162-game season. Do you think someone's going to get hot enough to get over, or are we going to be under on that one? I think we're going to be under on that one. Under on that one. Uh, I I think runs are going to be at a premium uh, as health, pitching. All this is going to work and conspire. At-bats, getting to the plate and swinging the wood is affected because you hadn't had that long spring. I'm going to say under, and I'm going to go under by... 43. That's 43. My okay. 43. Okay. So not even close. Not you, close. you think way under. Yeah, way under. I'm uh I'm gonna go under as well. Yeah. Because I, I think whoever hits more than who hits the twenty two home runs, mm-hmm. I mean they're only gonna be driving the runs in on the home runs. I think someone's going to get fifty. Oh, uh, so it's, it's going to be yeah, under by just a little just bit. Just a little bit. You yeah. know, if someone has a big yeah. five RBI game. You're one tenth of the way there. there. You know, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's 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 cr- it's a crazy pace to be on, but it, I think it's possible. It, we got to think about rest for players, and you know, so this is just going to be asterisk. I'm going to yeah. get a jersey with a big asterisk on the front of it. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Now, uh, MLB Network had a question mm-hmm. the uh, a week or so ago. Will this be the year, of course, asterisk, that somebody hits 400? Oh. Because you don't have the full 162 mm-hmm. for someone to get into a cold slump yeah. like Todd Helton did a while back and uh, fell out of it you know, near the end of the year. Could somebody hit 400 mm-hmm. this year? I, I'm going to say no. I think that's a little too high. You look at last year's... Batting average leader, it was Tim Anderson of the mm-hmm. White Sox, yeah. hit three thirty five. Which, the, yeah, yeah, you know, and who would who would have guessed that? Uh, yeah. You know, Tim Anderson of all people. And, and in years past, you usually have a guy at least once hovering around there. Coming, yeah, for like a uh, month. Or, yeah, yeah, for a month. So. This one, I agree with you. I don't. I don't yeah. think. Uh, no. Yeah, so so I think we're I think it, that's an obvious under to me. Yeah, but I think someone's going to hit a little better than three thirty five just because you don't have as many games to right. average out. Right. So yeah. how about over under three fifty nine and a half? Meaning, is someone hitting three sixty plus this year, or below three sixty? What do you think? Under. 
Under. Under. I think uh, league-wide or the average on a, a batting average. There's there's a couple guys who could. Don't get me wrong. If Joey Votto bounces back from what he did last he, year. Yeah, he needs to. It swings yeah. the stick well. He could easily do this. Uh, it's just going to be tough. I'm going to say the average is not going to be the Mendoza line. But I, I'm thinking... Three twenties. That that's oh, so. You it. think so yeah. you, you think it's going to be lower than last year's? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be lower. Uh, you know, somebody could get hot. Don't get me wrong. Uh, like I said, Joey Votto. There's some characters that could step in and really swing the stick. And if they got hot in this short season, uh, like say a couple of uh, back to backs, uh, a couple of series where you have great, uh, you know, on base and, and great hits. You could, but it's going to be tough. It's going to be at a premium. I'm going under as well. Yeah. Um, I think at the halfway point, 30 game mark, someone's going to be above it. You think so? Uh, I, I, I think someone's going to be hitting 360 plus mm. at the halfway point. Mm. Don't know who it might be. Yeah. But I think, you know, uh, the second half of the season, they're just going to fall a little under. I think someone's going to be above 350. Yeah. Maybe, uh, but, but, but they're I'm not going to be above 360. Yeah. Uh, what about for hitters here? Strikeouts. That's been a big category of late. We've been breaking records on strikeouts. Pitchers have been throwing mm-hmm. a lot harder. Yeah. Nastier stuff, making it tougher to hit baseballs. We've seen uh, batters striking out a lot. In fact, uh, if you're Euanio Suarez, you did it a ton last year. 189 strikeouts for a guy who's pretty good meat of the order guy. Yeah, he is, yeah. Uh, yeah. When he makes contact. But over in a 60-game season, that would be 70 strikeouts. So, there's your mark. 70. 70. So, uh, we'll go 69 and a half. Is someone going to strike out 70 times or more this year? you going over, under, what's your number? I- I'm going to go, sadly... I'm going to go over on that number. Okay. Someone's going to strike out 70-plus times this year. 70-plus times this year. That's a lot of strikeouts in 60 games. (laughs) A lot of strikeouts. But uh, you're going to see some slumping. You're going to see some guys that are, you know, playing below the level. Uh, You know what? I'm thinking about this. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to ride with it because it takes a minute for each end of a baseball team to catch up and be on equal pairing. And I just don't think 60 games is enough time for batters to lock it in, and so, no, no, I, I, I see the strikeouts, especially with the swing from the hips attitude most hitters have now. It's just, you know, let's roll it off the toes and let, <laughs> let it rip, you know, so well, uh, I don't say more. I'm going over as well. Now, I, I think, for the most part, hitters are going to have an advantage early on, which I means agree. strikeouts as a whole might be down, but there's going to be someone... Uh, a, a key player to a team mm-hmm. yeah. who's, who's not going to get any rest because, mm-hmm. like we've heard a gazillion times, it's a sprint. You can't afford to give somebody an off day because it's going to be coming down it's to the wire right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to have to play all the time. Uh, I think someone's just going to have a rough year. just takes one person. I think someone's going over as well, 70 mm. plus strikeouts. Whoa. Uh, what about the pitcher side of things? Uh so we, we've done some batters. Let's do some pitchers here. And and keep in mind, we want to do an interactive podcast yeah, with yeah. you guys next week. Where we got more. We'll maybe do some of these, but I have some other ones that I'm kind of stashing uh, for that interactive podcast. So uh, be on the lookout for that uh, Tom Talks Baseball podcast on Facebook. But the pitchers are an interesting situation because while when the season starts, we're going to have batters probably and fielders play all nine innings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how deep can pitchers go? Now, now we got teams doing intra-squad games 
uh, at their respective ballparks because they got the 60 players there. They can do that. They can do that. Um, in fact, uh, Shohei Otani just had a start and walked eight people. It was wild. It was all yeah. over the place. So, yeah. I mean, that didn't look good for Otani. Uh, they weren't really worried about that yeah. right now. Of course, he's coming off of the Tommy John. The Tommy John. Uh, yeah. They are looking to have him do both mm-hmm. uh, this season, which is one of the things I'm really excited to see is him once again being a uh, pitcher and a uh, hitter for the Angels. But uh, definitely kind of not encouraging to see eight walks, eight walks uh, time. in his first intra-squad inter- game. That's, that's, that's kind of nerve-wracking, especially yeah. like say away. But uh, uh, I, they say uh, Cole Hamill is throwing well up in the Yankee camp. Uh, there's some pitchers who are looking well, but... Let's take a look at the pitching side of the ball game. Yeah. Who's what and who's where. So how about innings pitched? Ooh. So, of course, coming out of spring training, you know, you're ready to go all nine mm-hmm. if you have to. If, you, if, it, if yeah. you have a great opening day start, you might go out there, throw all nine, maybe throw 100, 110 pitches. Don't know if that's necessarily going to be the case this year because of how we've, we're going to have kind of this shortened spring training yeah. part two. But your your any pitch leader last year was the Astros Justin Verlander. He right. threw two twenty three, mm-hmm. which over sixty games that averages to eighty two point six innings pitched, eighty two and two thirds. So I don't think anyone's going to be that, that high. Close, yeah. yeah. But but what about over under? What's your number? Seventy five and a half innings pitched for someone this year. With the odd way we've gone about this, of stopping the start, the sensitivity of arms. I don't think any manager is going to push a guy. I'm going to say under. Under that 75, and I'm going to go under by a full lick. So I'm going to go 60 to 65. Okay. So 10 under. I'm going to go 10 under what the bar set at at 75. I am going to go under as well. Uh, when I set this number up, I was thinking that I maybe put it a little too high. Yeah. Uh, just because, especially like late in the year, or you know the back half, you might have starters being able to go seven, eight, nine innings, but early on they might be going five yeah. tops. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going under as well. Uh, eventually they may, you, you may have a starter who it just takes one guy to do it to, in order to be correct on this. That's it. Uh, That's it. I, I think someone's going to get to seventy. You think somebody's going to get it? But but I don't know if they're going to quite get mm. uh, beyond uh, seventy six innings pitched. Uh, what about the strikeouts for the pitcher? So we talked about it for the hitters. Uh, on the pitching side of things, uh, of course, the batters are striking out a lot. Pitchers are putting up massive totals, double-digit strikeouts. And last year, Garrett Cole yeah. led the league with 326 <laughs> yeah. strikeouts, which is just insane. That is crazy. Uh, so this year, over under, what's your number? 115 and a half. Oh, it's going to be way under that. I, uh, you're going to see uh, a, a lot of young arms thrown out there. You're going to see quick hooks on guys. Managers are going to, aren't going to let a, a, a pitcher get shell-shocked and rocked. Or they're not going to, even if he's riding a high, high horse right now, they're not going to overthrow these guys because of the threat of injury. I'm going to say under, what was the number again? 115 and a half. 115. Well, I'm going to go way under that. I'm going to go where you said the strike, 77. You think one person? One okay. person gets 77 strikes. I just don't see a guy's dealing like that this year. See, and, and the reason I, I picked this number, which seems a little high, mm-hmm. especially for this. I mean, Garrett Cole, yeah, Garrett Cole came close to 
two strikeouts per game. You know, when you know, take his number divided by 162. So this is just a touch under two per game as well. And you know, we've had the issue right now of teams not being able to practice the way they want to mm-hmm. because of uh, concerns of COVID, test results not coming back yet, positive tests that have come in that have kind of scrapped some things. So you may get a situation here and there where a team's just not ready. And Garrett Cole goes out there and strikes out 15 in six innings or some sort of crazy number like that. And all of a sudden, he's on his way. He's on his Uh, way. But I'm going to go under as well. Because I think in the end, hitters have the advantage early on. In the the, the long run of this, Uh, yeah. I'm going to say someone gets 100, though. You're going to go 100. Uh, I I think someone's going to get 100 strikeouts this year, you know, and, you know, 70 innings pitched, 100 strikeouts. I think I think that's very possible by somebody this year. Are you going to use the Astro system or the Astro system? The Astro system of helping out your batters. No, no, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that, that's the. You want to talk about a team with a monkey off oh, their God. back this year? Boy, because did they luck out! Because it's not on them. I mean, we're not even talking about it. You know what we were talking about before spring training was you dirty rats, and we're going to boo you out of every stadium. And now nobody's mentioned it in three months. No, and and, and once we get to playing, no one's going to boo them because it's we're just happy to have baseball. They, 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 so well, they, not just that, but no one's going to be there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So no they, one's going to be there to they, do anything. They slid by that. And they? also, you know, maybe a, a big negative for them if they were to do the trash can thing again. Everybody would hear it now. You could so, hear it. Yeah, yeah it's a, yeah. It'd be clear as day. I think they ought to. It ought to be like a retroactive where, like in hockey, where if you get thrown out of a match in hockey before the end of the season, you still have to serve that suspension into the next season. I think that should happen for for the Boston and the Astros, even though they haven't levied what Boston should go through. Yeah, and you know the the punishments. I think we can agree were were kind of light yeah, uh, were. for both. They but were. but you know what. A, a a precedent has been set, a bar has been set, I guess, and if someone does it again, I'd like to think that Manfred and company will lay down the law a little we'll bit smack more. Smack them, yeah. You know, do it once, okay, here's your punishment, don't do it again. Oh, you do it again, we're coming after the players next yeah, time, which, yeah. which, which needs to happen. That, that, you're right, and that's what will happen. I, I, I fear that will happen, that next time a cheating scandal of this level happens in MLB, some guys are going to have to sit for, some, yeah. for a time period. Now, here's a statistic that nowadays a lot of people don't care about as much, but it's still one that you can kind of gauge how a pitcher is. Wins. Wins are, you know, Justin Verlander led the way in wins last year with 21. Justin Verlander, obviously a very good pitcher. So uh, he earned those 21 wins because he was really good. Now, for 60 games, that averages out to 7.78 wins. Wow. I picked a high number, and I'm going to tell you why I picked a high number. Okay. But over under, what's your number? Nine and a half. Is someone going to get double digit wins this year? I, I'm going to go. Ah, oh, that's tough. For a minute, I'm thinking over. I just think they're going to be behind the eight ball, so I'm going to go lower at eight. At eight, I think. I think eight's a safe number. Yeah. I'm going under as well. I'm going to go under at nine. Okay. And here's yeah. the reason why I chose nine and a half. A couple reasons. Let's say starting pitchers. You go every fifth day, uh, that's 12 starts. Yeah. Someone gets 12, 10 wins and 12 starts. That's it's happened, happened before. Yeah, it's happened before. Someone can get really hot. Yeah. Um, because of the short sprint aspect of it, using the off days, mm-hmm. maybe you get 
13 or 14 starts. Exactly. You get one extra so, so, bonus so start. So like yeah. Noah Kershaw or, yeah. you know, or a Cole mm-hmm. or a Verlander gets an extra start where maybe they normally wouldn't. Yeah. And early on, if you're not going to throw pitchers deep in the game, there's the reliever aspect yeah. of it where yeah. maybe kind of like an opener deal that the, that the Rays have been doing the last couple of years. Maybe someone comes in and pitches the fourth and the fifth, sixth inning or something, like for four or five days in a row, and all of a sudden they have four wins in the first week of the yeah. season. Yeah, uh, that I don't know if that's going to happen. It's possible, I guess, while we're trying to figure things out. But I'm going to go under as well. But I think someone's going to come awfully close. You're going to get close and, to that 10. Yeah, and I think okay. someone's going to get nine. I just don't see a, a manager or a club leaving a pitcher out there to take a shellacking or to be worn down in this short, shortened season. So, yeah, uh, eight's my safe number. All right. What about the bullpen? What about the big stat in the bullpen? Oh, the Saves. Mm. Um, your save leader last year. San Diego Padres, Kirby Yates. Who yeah. would have who would have picked that would name? Pick that uh, he had forty one last year, which over sixty games is a fifteen point two saves. That's so nice. we're gonna leave it right there. Over under, what's your number? Fifteen and a half. Is someone gonna get sixteen or more no. saves this year, or under. is that too high? Under. Going under, okay. Under, under. I am thinking ten to eleven saves. Ten Maybe to eleven number, yeah. Okay, uh, I I can see that. I'm gonna. I'm actually. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go over. Oh, whoa! And, and I, I I think bold here. I, I think you're gonna see a strange possibility mm-hmm. of someone getting about 20 saves, one every three games, which would be about you know a crazy like 50 type pace. I, I think one of these teams is going to just have a guy who gets hot. It. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Eric Gagne one year, a Mariano Rivera, Trevor Hoffman, and just catches fire and just goes nuts. I think someone approaches 20 saves this year. Really? And, and obviously they're going to be winning that division. Tasty. They're going to have a really good record, and that's the final one I want to go with here. Wow. Like I said, I got more of these, but I'm going to save them for the interactive podcast with you Can't guys wait. that we're going to do next week. So I hope you can uh, check us out and join us on that one. But uh, best record in the league. So, uh, the, <laughs> I, the number I chose here, the, so one team, the team that finishes with the best record mm-hmm. in a 60-game season, over under, what's your number? I'm going 39 and a half. Oh. Now, that means over would be 40 wins. Right. Going 40 and 20. Now, 40 and 20, paced out over 162 games, equals 108 wins. Which is possible. Yeah. We've seen teams do that before. Good, yeah. uh, you, you win two out of every th- three mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. The 2017 Los Angeles Dodgers had a stretch where they went 51 and nine. I believe that is the best 60 game stretch of all time. That sounds something that would ha- like would happen in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, that's out of fantasy. Uh, so I don't think fantasy. anyone's going to get 50 wins. No, that's no, insane. No. But what do you think over under what's your number is the best team in the league going to win 40 or more or not? I'm going to go just slightly above that. Not okay. a lot. Not a lot. So it's like right at 40. 42, 41. Okay. It's not a lot over. It's right there in that ballpark, and uh, it could tilt either way. It could come out, and the teams could struggle, and a team that wins 19 games could win the pennant. Who knows? 
But I, I think it's just kind of tilted to the balance of the field. So uh, COVID. I'm, I'm going over as well. I think yeah. someone's going to go on a run. I think someone in one of these central divisions is going to take advantage of beating up on the exactly. Pirates and Tigers and the Royals. Yeah. Yeah. Especially one of those uh, central teams, maybe the Twins, uh, maybe the Indians. I think the White Sox are going to be a threat yeah. this year. Yeah, they're going to be decent. Uh, in they're a shortened season. Yeah, they'll be better. And, and, and they're going to have the advantage of, of playing those teams uh, more often than everyone else is. I, I, so uh, I can see one of those guys getting the 40 wins. Um, and I, I think it's going to come out of the central. I think another mm. thing, too, I think the possibility of uh, – Two wild card teams coming out of the Central wow. is there uh, for either the AL, AL or, or the NL, NL mm, just mm, because mm. of who they're playing who and, they're and the playing, way that yeah. the schedule shaping up. Just trying to limit the travel, keep everybody as close to their geographic region as possible. Of course, that makes it tougher. Texas and Houston, yeah, which geographically were in the Coast Central, games. yeah. Yeah, they're going to play a yeah. lot of late night and, games. And the Rangers going to be opening up at the new Globe Live Globe Field, Live, yeah. but uh, no one's going to be there to, yeah, to so watch. Yeah, it. It's kind yeah, of yeah. unfortunate. unfortunate. Well, well, there's a small taste of taste. over under. What's your number? Um, I don't know if some of those numbers were too high or too low to make this more entertaining. Hopefully, you enjoyed that. And like I said, I have some other ones I'm working on. I got some off the top of my head right now. Yeah. Uh, that that I'm not going to tell you. Because I want to surprise you with them with and set up stories with those. And I want to do an interactive podcast you with go. you guys next week. Uh, we'll maybe learn a little bit more as well. We'll learn about more players opting out. I think we got, what, eight players at yeah, the seven so or eight players yeah. that have opted yeah. out, including uh, David Price, mm-hmm. Felix Hernandez, Nick Markakis, Ryan Zimmerman. Wow. Uh, Mike Leak was the first one to do to so. Do yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Tyson Ross, one of the latest ones, I believe, yeah. uh, to yeah. do it, along with Mark Kakis. So Mike Trout on the fence. Uh, that that would be that would be a big one. That, we, that tilts the table right there. Yeah, man. that, that, that yeah. completely changes that division if God Mike Trout's mighty. not Come there. Come on, play ball, but, play ball. <laughs> but we are indeed slated to play ball yes. in about 15 days from yes. when this podcast is being recorded. Uh, a lot of games on ESPN. A lot of games on Fox and. Uh, I got my extra innings. There you go. I'm, I'm yeah. hoping they still honor that because, yeah. dang it, I paid for it. 60 games, yeah. 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 They should so, give it to you for two years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think so. That's going to do it for the uh, the Tom Talks Baseball podcast. Uh, this time around, glad to be back here with show number 101. Uh, I'm Tom Young. I'm David Lovejoy. Thanks again for joining us. We're going to try to get back in the saddle here on a more regular basis now that we do have a season. Fingers crossed that it stays in place. Uh, once again, like us on Facebook, Tom Talks Baseball podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Tom Talks BBP. And we will talk to you again next week.